What's up, everybody? What's up, baby? We just freestyled on that, but you're not going to hear that. So, All sorry right. about that. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, we got, a lot for, we got a lot for you guys today, folks. It's September 25th, guys and folks, all in the same sentence. It's a lucky day. <laughs> happy Tuesday. Well, happy Wednesday, once you hear this. A lot of headlines and stuff. Oh, dude, you know. Browns finally won. All kinds of stuff. Ohio State. They well, beat the odds. We finally beat Tulane. Finally beat Tulane. It's been how many years since we beat Tulane? At least one. At least one. I know we didn't play him now. Last we had, <laughs> I think it's at least ten. Yeah. I don't know last time we faced. All right, anyway. All right. We did it though. Yeah, we did it. Urban's back. That's cool news. Urban's back. Perfect news. Welcome back. My silver fox dad. Uh, Your silver fox dad? Yeah, that's Urban Meyer. Oh, is he silver? I guess so. Yeah, he's silver fox, man. I I'm, just think of when I think of he's silver, not like cocaine I think of, white. I think of Greg Burke's silver. That's a little bit. That's cocaine though. white. <laughs> that's oh, cocaine white wow. fox. Oh, I've never done cocaine. That guy sucks. He does suck. That guy's terrible. What did you think of the game? Did you watch it? Were you at work? The Ohio State game? Yeah. Oh, I was at work, but oh, I watched, but you watched it there. I watched it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm blessed enough to have a job where I can sit down and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um. It was a good game. I mean, pretty much exactly what I expected. Dwayne Haskins went off, as always. Uh, for two quarters. For two, yeah, because they didn't, yeah, and then. He was horrible in the second half. He, he didn't have he, one completion. He didn't even play. Right. Um, so what did you, what was that bet you made? Um, I bet that Ohio State would win by. 42. It, was, no. It was 38. Yeah, and they were up, we they were up were, by thirty five for the whole thirty six, thirty six for the whole yeah. second half until the last minute. Mm-hmm. So you were sweating. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure that we were up thirty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was thirty six. Because all we needed was a field goal for me to get that bet. Yeah. When it was for for me to win all my money that I lost the week before because I bet on the TC. I bet that we'd beat TCU by t- by fourteen. We beat them by twelve. So I was pissed because I was like, we're gonna. I'm gonna lose another. Um, I'm gonna lose another bet by a field goal. Yeah, that be would pissed. be terrible. But I won my money back, so that's great news. Last minute, I, I thought, dude, we don't. You usually, How much did you win? Uh, a hundred. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, there you go. That's what I lost. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, even. you lost a hundred. That's terrible. Yeah, on three different bets, I lost all three. Oh my gosh, stop it! I know. Stop betting. I know. I just gotta take the money out and run. Oh my gosh! All right, so yeah, Ohio State beat Tulane forty-nine to six. I mean, nobody thought that was gonna be a Close game. Close game, so that's... Well, Haskins, uh... 21 for 24, 304 yards, and five interceptions. Five interceptions. Five touchdowns. (laughs) I hope not five interceptions. (laughs) Yeah. All right, um... Yeah, I mean, that's... Dude, he only dropped three passes. It's unreal. Yeah, that is unreal. We can't overstate how accurate this dude is. It's it's insane. I knew that he was going to be a a better deep threat, for sure, but he's even better at the short pass than JT. JT wasn't super inaccurate with the shorter passes. That's where his completion came in. Yeah, and, um... Austin Mack came, had a nice catch that kind of made up for all those drop passes during the TCU game. I mean, yeah, none of those matter now that we won, but yeah, yeah, it's good to see him back on track. He's yeah. dude, he caught the, a similarly difficult pass in the TCU game. He's like J.R. Smith of, of wide receivers. He can only I catch swear. it if it's ridiculously hard. Yeah, I know, and that, yeah, that was a good catch. Yeah, it was a great catch in right game. in the beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next week we have Penn State. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I wanted to talk about real quick that. Um, do you think so? Paris Campbell had a great game. He had eight catches for 150 yards, two touchdowns, right? Yeah. So that's really good. 150 yard game. I mean, it's against Tulane, but after four games, and then, you know, 
trying to feel out what our receiver situation is. Remember last week when we were talking about how it might be better to have like a go-to receiver yeah. for Haskins? Yeah, for sure. I, I think that Paris Campbell's our best receiver. I think he's our I think he's gonna show out. I think he's gonna end up kind of separating himself from the pack a little bit. Like I think he's gonna yeah. end up being like he, he's probably gonna have a big game against Penn State and make a name for himself. That's what I'm predicting. Yeah, he didn't have I mean he, he was our leading receiver by by a good amount of yards. <laughs> and he has he's leading our he's the leading receiver for the team next to uh KJ Hill and I think McLaurin and then Johnny Dixon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that he's, he's, he's like a little bit better than all of them. Like he's been playing a little bit better than all of them overall, but I think that he's going to continue to play better by them. By he's the fastest out of all of them too. So fast. He's got good hands. He, he put the burners on against TCU and that screen pass. It was insane. He's so quick. He's so quick. Um, You don't think he's going to be that quick because he's not really that small of a guy. No, yeah, no, he's but he's muscular. He yeah, he's hard. muscular, and yeah. he just took off on him. And I was like, body. Jesus, I didn't even know he was that fast. Who was it? I think Terry McLaurin had a double block. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, he blocked one guy and then flipped the other guy. Yeah, over. dude, and he pushed that dude to the, yeah. the first dude to the ground. I Did saw you him see, tweet uh, about it. Who was it? Um, was it Michael Jordan that like ta- had the, blocked that uh, defensive lineman and like looked like he almost broke his spine? Did you see that? And then like jumped on him afterwards. Yeah, that was um, Isaiah Prince. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was, it was awesome Jordan. though. Yeah, bro, that was badass. Yeah, uh, that was. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I think that also last point is that I think Tate Martell looks just like JT Barrett when he plays. You think so? I think it's just such a similar playing style. Our offense, they look, we make similar play calls with him. Yeah, and I don't like that. <clears throat> I don't either. We I looked, like this Dwayne Haskins thing. I mean, he's probably gone after. Dude, this we looked year. goofy in the second half. I know that it was our backups and stuff, but it was just like every time I've watched Tate play, he had that one really accurate game. But I don't know, man. We'll have to see. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have a. I don't want to go back to running the option all the time. No, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't trust it yet. I don't trust the. I don't trust the Tate Martell. It's so predictable. You know what I mean? Yet. Yeah. If even Tulane could predict what we were about to do, then yeah, something needs changed up there. Um. But we'll see. We'll see next year. So yeah, what do you do? What's you, what's your next game you want to talk about? Well, let's uh, talk about next week against Penn State real okay. fast. Yeah, I was uh, going to do the predictions like together, but we can Okay, we can, I mean, what do you think is going to happen against Penn State next week? Um, <clears throat> let me go do it real quick. I think we're going to win. I'm going to it. So that's going to be fun. Um, second time in Happy Valley. Okay. I think we're going to win by 14 at least. Okay, I have a, I have a 10. I have a touchdown and a field goal 10. I think we're going to win by. Um, I have a few points. I think that Haskins is going to show out, obviously. He's averaging 76% already on his throws. And not, I mean, it's against some of them are against, you know, below average teams, but yeah. that's still not easy to do. He, we're averaging 10 yards in attempt for throws. Okay. So not cat, not completions. Yeah. We're averaging a first down every single time wow. he attempts to throw Okay, the ball. That's insane. Yeah. That's really impressive. We're averaging 233 rushing yards a game, 600 total offensive yards. Yeah. So our offense is going off, right? Mm-hmm. 600 total yards is, is pretty badass, even considering our schedule. So Penn State's strength so far has seemed to be rushing. They at least they do better rushing than they do throwing. Not that Mc, mm-hmm. McSorley's a good quarterback, but they don't have as many good receivers as they've had in the past. Yeah, and Trace McSorley is he's a veteran, so I think he's he's going to be. I don't think we're, they're nearly as much of a threat as they were last year. Yeah, no. And we had a simple offense last year. Mm-mm, I think mm-hmm. this year we're more dynamic, and I think we have way better chance of winning this year than we did last year. Yeah, I think so too. And like I said, their strength is rushing. They're tenth in the nation in rushing yards per game. And that's where our defense is strongest. So their strength is yeah. where our defense is strongest. Yeah. You know, if they, if if a team's strength is throwing, that's where we're gonna have a little bit more of an issue. Like TCU's mm-hmm. quarterback was pretty good. Yeah, and that put a dent in us. Like at least they had a good for sure a good passing game. 
Um, Penn State's rushing defense. I didn't know this, and I thought this was kind of this kind of was startling a little bit. The Penn State's rushing defense is 82nd in the nation. Yeah, their 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 defensive line is really good, and we no, also no 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 no. You said what? They're ranked 82nd overall. Oh wow! Yeah, in the nation. Oh wow! I'm saying that they're not doing well so far. Oh wow! People are running. Well, that's all over. good because we we have an offensive lineman now. Brady Taylor had surgery today, so oh, really? he's out. Yeah, he had uh he just had his uh, knee scoped for something, so okay. he's out for a that few weeks. Back this too yeah. much, but yeah, but uh. It's hard to have him. It's hard to have an offensive lineman out for sure, especially yeah. with our rushing. And then also, uh, of course, Bose is out for for a few weeks. So mm-hmm. we got a couple players out, but I think we're gonna be all right. I don't. Our our defensive line is so good that it's okay to have Bose out, which sounds crazy, but yeah, we just have such a good. We're deep enough, yeah. Yeah, we're deep enough. Where we're good, and we have a good backup defensive end and everything. So yeah, and I'm not. I don't. <clears throat> I'd be more worried about it against like Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield. Yeah, for not, sure. You know, not Trace McSorley. Not yeah, that he's exactly. bad, but I'm just saying it's not as much of a big deal. Um, but yeah, dude. So they're ranked. Their def- their rushing defense is ranked 82nd overall. We're gonna run like 250, 300 yards on them probably. That was one of the questions I had. Which uh, which running back do you think is gonna be the leading receiver this week? Uh, rusher, you mean? Yeah, rusher. Sorry, rusher. Um, because we have, I mean, we have two very solid running backs, and they've kind of gone back and forth on leading and receiving so, mm-hmm. on rushing. So I think it depends on the game plan. I mean, I don't know. Just it all depends on what the coaches do, really. I, I know it depends on the team we're playing. I think. I think it depends I think on. So. I think like with Wisconsin, I think we'd be more willing. I think we would. It's more likely we would run Mike Weber because they have a stronger defensive line. Yeah. I think that for teams that have a little bit weaker offensive lines, if we, if when we want to get off quick, like if you want to get quick blocks and, and rush them right through the middle or try to go on the outside, we'll use JK more. Yeah. But I think that if we want to pound it like um, ground and pound against like a team like Wisconsin or Iowa, then we're yeah. going to probably use Mike. I think. I agree. So I think that J I think JK, JK is going to get. I I think they'll probably get an even amount of touches, but I think that JK is going to get more yards. Okay, for sure. I can agree to that. Um. Yeah, I think we're going to run for. I think we could run 300 yards on them with the way that you they've think, let up yards. So you think we're going to concentrate more on the run this time? Not like more more than passing, but more than we have in the past? I think it'll be even. I think, think it could, even? I think it could be like... Which is more than we have in I the think past. it could be like 300, 250 passing okay. and rushing. And that's what Urban goes for is 200, 200, 250, 250. Like he, he wants to have a balanced offense because that's yeah. the best way to wear out teams. For sure. Um, our passing offense is ranked sixth in the nation. I didn't know that. Until I looked this up. Our passing offense? Yeah. Wow, so that's good. Sixth in the nation. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, out of 128 or 130 now, I don't even know. Um, I think that their secondary isn't good enough to guard our receivers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think our receivers are much more talented than their secondary. Right? But I also think that their receivers are, aren't... Like, so our secondary is one of our weaker points, you know? Yeah, for sure. But I don't think their receivers are good enough. Okay. I think it's about evenly matched on that point. Okay. So I think our passing is better than their pass defense. I think our rushing is way better than their rushing defense. And I think that their pass offense is about even to our pass defense. And I think that their rush offense isn't going to be able to do anything against our defensive line. For sure. So that's why I think we're just going to dominate in all assets of the game. They don't have, even with Saquon, they couldn't rush against us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think it's a, so you think the game is kind of overhyped? Do you think it's not going to be a great game or? I think it, no, I don't think it's, it's overhyped because it's Penn State, Ohio State. I mean, these two these games have been insane these past and two Penn years. And Penn State at home is 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 always a threat. Oh yeah, well yeah, and it doesn't. I'm not saying the talent doesn't matter, but in games like this, energy can mean a lot more. And James Franklin's really good at energizing his team. So I think James Franklin's going to have them hype, and they're going to be. It's just in a game like this, it can come down to who wants it more. Even if we have the better team, we've lost games where we're the better team plenty of times. 
For sure. James Franklin's such a solid coach too. Yeah. He's a, dude, he he gets them hyped and that's what he that's how they beat us two years ago. Is he had them believing the whole time that they could beat us. A lot of teams just kind of lay down for us, you know, especially when Penn State was over, like underrated. They weren't ranked. And there's no reason 2 years ago there's no reason they shouldn't have beat us. Even last year they had such a good team. Yeah. Especially with Saquon and Trace McSorley that well, two years ago it wasn't Trace McSorley. It was uh, Hackenberg. Hackenberg, yeah, but he was all right. He's he was, in, he's he in the good. NFL, but yeah, yeah, he's 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 there. He's definitely on the sideline somewhere. But I dude, think I, I think we're gonna smack him. Yeah, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I, at the same time, yeah, you're right. It's gonna be an emotional game, and they could want it more than us, but I don't think they will. I could see us winning by two or three touchdowns. Honestly, yeah. my prediction is the touchdown and a field goal. But if I could we see can, us we got to do it early though. Oh yeah, for sure. We got to be up like twenty-one to seven and a half. We got to come out slanging them. Yeah, because they're not gonna come back against us. Oh no, they're not. No, we can come back against them though. We did. <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome. I wish we would have been there. Screw you, dude. I had a nice party for that game, though. Did you? Yeah. Last year. It was like, because me and my dad, we have the same birthday. So every year, Penn State, it falls around our birthday. So it's like a big thing. Well, I was there, so sorry. Yeah. You're going to be there this year, too. Yeah, no. I've been to the past three Penn State games. Four. Going to Happy Valley, baby. Been to the past four Penn State games. That's awesome. That's crazy. Anyway. Um. Uh. Yeah, I think that's that's it. that's all I have for that one. Um, yeah, all right. Cool. Um. Alabama kind of did Alabama things, like always. Yeah. I'm just, I don't have much I'm not going to say, gonna say I told you so, but I said it's going to be an easy game for them. You said it's not going to be easy. And it was pretty easy for them. They didn't really struggle. <sighs> Come on, man. Texas A&M put 23 up on them. That's that's more than any other team has. So. Oregon State put more up against us. You know what? I don't <laughs> We're about the same act as 21. <laughs> you know what? Texas A&M, they're a solid team. They're ranked 22nd right now. Yeah. I think, uh, I think they're going to be all right this year. Yeah, just not. They're not going to be it's hard when you're in, you're hard. It's hard when you're in the SEC like that. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so who do you think who do you think is going to be in the SEC championship? Bama and Georgia. Bama and Georgia. You think you think you think Auburn is no threat against Alabama right now? I don't think so. Okay, I think they're undefeated again. They were undefeated until the the SEC championship game last year. Yeah, that was kind of a crazy situation because. Um, well, Auburn beat Alabama, and then Georgia beat Auburn in the SEC championship. So yeah. Alabama and all, Alabama and Georgia were both in the playoffs. Yeah, but SEC if, is so weird. If Auburn would have won, it probably would have kept the other two SEC teams out. Yeah, Auburn would have been in. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think the Georgia or Bama would have been in. No, not no, they yeah. wouldn't have. That's crazy because it would have made it would have made Auburn look really good, and the other teams two teams look bad. Yeah, um, but then Auburn lost to or yeah then auburn lost to ucf which made ucf the national champions because they beat the national champions yeah or they beat the team that beat the national champions yeah so they were the national right. champions exactly uh shout out ucf dude virginia tech lost by 14 to old dominion what a game <laughs> 49 to 35 dude oh my god this was how do you lose the old this wasn't just an upset dude this was insane this is arguably the upset of the year in college football not arguably this is one of the biggest upsets in the past decade dude yeah do you understand? Like the Old Dominion was considered a bottom bottom ten team in all of college football. Wow! And and ESPN gave um, ESPN gave them a ninety eight ninety nine point two percent chance. They're thirty point favorites to lose. To wow! Win. Yeah, that's insane. Whatever. Virginia Tech looked good. They look like a solid team this year too. Yeah, dude. But I remember when we talked about Virginia Tech, I said the only weakness like their defensive line looked good, but I said their secondary looks like their rough point, and that's what it was, dude. The, the old Dominion quarterback threw for 500 yards. Oh, my God. Are you serious? And four touchdowns. Wow. Old, uh, Domin- old Dominion's quarterback. He, he probably he, – that. 
that dude came from some school in like you know Kansas or something probably. Like where's even his old Dominion? It's in Hampton, Virginia. This is the biggest ACC upset in forty years by point spread. Wow, forty years, bro. That was insane. It's Old Dominion's first ever Power Five win. They've never beat a Power Five team. And Virginia Tech's coach afterwards was like, "I was trying to tell our players they were too confident." <laughs> oh gosh, he's like, "This is a good humbling point for us." I'm like, "Yeah, this is the biggest humbling point in how long?" Yeah, forty years. My Dude, God, that's their first ever Power Five win. That's insane. Against uh, a ranked team like that. Against a top fifteen team, yeah. Well, that's what they were ranked. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, and I didn't say this either. What up, bro? Oh, you got the goods? Wait, well, do you have like... Oh, I'm so hungry, dude. Bawa came in with a, with a plate full of Cane's chicken right now. Oh, It's going. You got one cane sauce for all that chicken? <laughs> <laughs> bro, come on, bro. Are you serious? One cane right sauce now? for like 20 chicken we fingers. Gotta, we got a ration that shit, bro. What the <laughs> sprinkle that nobody on, doubled bro. it oh my god oh my gosh that's hilarious so the other thing about old dominion's quarterback is that he was their backup that was their backup quarterback their backup old dominion's <laughs> backup quarterback towards the towards virginia tech for 500 yards that is something insane that's mind-blowing dude <clears throat> they had virginia tech had 600 yards of offense and still lost that's crazy there's just so many, like, I just kept looking at the stats and every stat was mind-blowing. Yeah, it's, it, I don't even, I I wish I would have watched that game, but like. I didn't watch it either. You think I'm just going to sit down and watch Old yeah. Dominion Virginia Tech? I didn't no. think that was going to be something. Dude, if I would have saw the 30-point favorites, I might have bet on that. I might have bet that Virginia Tech would beat them by more than 30. Because Old Dominion. Oh my gosh. They, that were, is they were super hyped though. Um, there were a few, there were a couple overtime games that were pretty good. Um, Stanford uh, came back from a 17-point deficit to beat Oregon in overtime. Yeah. Did you watch that game? Yes, I did. That was pretty much the game of the week because yeah. of how good it was. Yeah, it went to OT. It was a crazy game. <clears throat> Oregon looked like they were dominating until like the second, until probably halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, like the fourth quarter. And then, third, yeah. And then uh, Oregon, had that, Oregon had that like, Oregon had a forced fumble and then ran it back for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Stan- Stanford did. And then that was it for yeah. Oregon. Stanford just dominated after that. And when they went to overtime, Oregon Oregon's quarterback could not complete a pass. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And he was completing passes like crazy during, in, the, game. In, during the game. Yeah. So that was a crazy game, dude. That dude, was a really that was a really sure. good one. I was watching it and I was like, I had a feeling that it was gonna be a little bit of a comeback when they got uh the touchdown to make it a uh, ten point lead. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think Brian Shaw is arguably one of the one of the one of the like Maybe top seven coaches in college football. Okay, I don't know much about him, but he, Stanford's a good team. They they put out so much talent. They're always they're so consistent with where they're at in college football. They're always like in the top twelve. Um, so it's kind of insane. Brian, I like Brian Shaw a lot. He's a really good coach. We're gonna be eating some canes here. Hell yeah. Chris getting a chicky finger real fast. This is my man. <laughs> this is my cane that's sauce I get for sauce. that's all the sauce I get for this whole finger. You're not getting lost in the sauce this time, bro. But dude, yeah, that was a that was a, that was a, I'm glad I watched that game. It was just one of the games that I had it was on really cable. Good. Um did you watch Wisconsin Iowa? Um I didn't watch Wisconsin. Also a good game. Iowa. That one was close towards the end. I uh Wisconsin had a I'm trying to remember because I don't write this down, but uh Iowa is winning seventeen to fourteen, uh like in the fourth quarter, I think. And then Wisconsin scored two touchdowns to win. Yeah. Um, I was, I was really trying to pull for Iowa in that game because I kind of wanted to see Iowa in the big 10 championship. If, if Ohio state makes it. Um, but 
that's not gonna happen now. Why do you Pretty, want that? Huh? Uh, because they beat us last year. I just want revenge. But you know, that'd be awesome. Revenge is. Sweet. I don't know if we play them in a regular season next year or not. I don't but it know. won't matter because we don't have we won't have very many players at all from the same from that team that lost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're probably not going to face them because they're not in our division in the Big Ten. But well, we always play a couple teams from that division. Yeah, we played them in the regular season last year. Yeah. Oh, true. True. And lost. All right. Prove me wrong, bro. All right. Um, what else? Um, Army took. Uh, who they take into overtime? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And they lost, but Oklahoma. Dude, Army is such a weird team to watch. It's weird to watch. Because all they do is that that's the team that only does the option, right? Yeah, Army yeah. is the team that Army only does the option. always runs the option. Yeah, they always have like O line, D line. That's it. And their O line, D line, their men are always like two hundred and ten pounds. They're never like three hundred pounds. Yeah, because they're they're, they, in the they're in the army. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so they have to be fit. But it's just weird. <laughs> Slurp that up. Um, but it's weird to watch, dude. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Oklahoma pretty much dominated in overtime. Army didn't run the ball in overtime, which is weird because that's their strength. What the heck? Yeah, it was weird. Were they trying to catch them off guard. Even even the the people announcing the game were like, "Why aren't they running the ball? They're just passing it." It's weird. Um, but do you think do you think Oklahoma is is overrated because of that? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. You think they just had an off game? No, I don't even think they had an off game. They didn't have a bad game. Okay. Oklahoma actually played really well. Uh, like they they did they their quarterback only what's their quarterback's name? I can't Kyle remember. Murray. Yeah, he only dropped a few passes. Yeah, he was, he didn't a, have was a bad stat eleven line. for 15, 165 yards. Did he have an uh, interception? One interception, and yeah, three touchdowns. Well, just one interception, three His touchdowns. QBR was ninety nine. That's good. Yeah, nine point two. That's the whole stat line is good. And how many rushing yards did they have? Um, they had 190 rushing yards. Who was the leading rusher? Uh, T. Sermon, 119 yes. yards, zero touchdowns. Yeah, for they had a 100 yards. yard rusher, and their quarterback played well. Yeah, for sure. The problem was, is that Army's style of play led so Oklahoma only had the ball for 15 minutes of the game. Wow. So there's 40, there's 60 minutes in a game, right? Yeah. And to have the ball for 15 minutes means you only had the ball for one quarter's worth. So they scored 28 points in a quarter. Well, they scored 21 points in a quarter before overtime. But they scored 21 points in 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and their defensive line is a little bit weak, and that's why Army was just able to keep wasting time and holding the ball, and for they sure. got 21 points over the course of the game. It's because uh, if you that have running. the ball for 45 minutes, you're gonna find a hole eventually. You know what I mean? And that doesn't always work on every team. But I think Oklahoma just—I don't know—maybe they needed rest or something. But I don't think they're overrated. I think it, it was just because they only had the ball for 15 minutes, and that's not going to happen against yeah, another sure. team. I don't think I would never doubt Lincoln Riley's team either. Um, he's a good coach. No, <laughs> he's a really good coach. I, when I saw the score, I was like, "Did their quarterback play bad? What happened?" I'm like, "No, they just they were dominated. Their defense couldn't get him off the field. The time of possession was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The comparison there, yeah, it's crazy." Um, Washington, huh? Oh, I thought you said something. No. Uh, Washington had a, a decent game against uh, Arizona State. It was twenty-seven to twenty. Arizona State's a good team. They just lost two games. Mm-hmm. You know, Herm Edwards, he's a legend. So they're always gonna have a good team. <laughs> but you have uh, to say that every year, every game, bro. Jake Browning, Jake Browning proved me wrong. I, I always thought Jake Browning was kind of. I was tired of of people announcing the game praising Jake Browning so much, but because mm-hmm. um, I always thought he was kind of overrated because he always just played average but Mm -hmm. he actually had 202 yards 15 for 22 with three touchdowns so i mean he had a really good game um kind of proved me wrong he looked good um you know not as good see if he keeps doing it not as good as heisman candidate uh joe burrows though 
Heisman candidate, <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> the best of the best. You keep saying Joe Burrows, but it's always been Joe Burrow. And I didn't want to say anything, but you said it again this nah, week. Nah, it's so. Burrows. I'm just tired of people calling me Drew Barrows. Oh, so, so you're taking my you're projecting revenge. onto him? Yeah. <laughs> it's his fault. Yeah, tired of it. So upcoming next week, we have also have the Stanford-Notre Dame game. I don't have much to say about that other than I think Stanford will win. Yeah, I think Stanford's going to win. I think Notre Dame is a good team, but I think Stanford's talent is way better than them. I yeah, think Bryce I think, Love is going to run it up on them. I think Stanford deserves to be the number seven team. I think Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be the eight team. Yeah, I agree. They I haven't. Agree. They don't. Yeah, they're not. I think Penn State is better than Notre Dame. Yes. I think a lot For of teams sure. are better than Notre Dame. Yeah. Virginia Tech? No. Stanford, they have the better quarterback. They have the better running back. And from what I've seen, from the games I've seen, they have the better defense. I don't think it'll be... I don't think it'll be close, honestly. No, I don't. Uh, I mean, it it could be close, but I think that they're going to win handily. Like, I don't think it's going to be yeah, scary. For sure, I agree. But that's all I have for like the because that game and Ohio State Penn State are the only good games next week. Yeah. So. Um. All right. So you want to hop right into the NFL real fast? Yeah. I'll talk a little bit about the NFL. Um, Let's do it. A lot of stuff happened in the NFL. Main starting st- with. Starting with Cleveland won a goddamn game. Browns get the W, Browns man. Browns get the dub. First time in 650-something days, bro. Oh, my gosh. And what a game. In the first half, Tyrod played mainly. He had 19 yards, 4 of 14, before he got a concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put Baker Mayfield in, and he came in and started throwing absolute dimes. Dude, when brought he him came up the in, field. when he came in, the energy, did you feel that? Did you see that? Like the energy, the, the crowd got loud. Team played the better. team like was they were like hype. They Dude, were like walking crazy. up to the line like they like it was so it, much it's different. Because when they were playing with Tyrod, they were getting pressured so they were getting pressured by um by the Jets defensive line, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason when Baker went in, he wasn't getting pressured like Tyrod was. The whole team just gained energy. It's crazy. Well, and they also play a much faster game with Baker Mayfield on the offense was quick so he didn't have as yeah. much time he wasn't in the pocket for nearly as long and he and he also escapes a lot better we saw that too he had that one play where he escaped out of that pocket and made that weird pass and it worked and, and you would think Tyrod he's always been pretty good at escaping the pocket he just hasn't been he's been playing mediocre all year I don't know what it, yeah and it's crazy because if he didn't get that concussion Hugh Jackson would have kept him in the whole time yeah he wouldn't he'd be starting next week probably too yeah and we it's wouldn't have known insane do you so, think that this is like a do you think he's going to play this well next game Baker yeah, I think so. I think, think he's a, a winner. Yeah. I think he's a winner. I think he's, I think. Uh, he obviously didn't choke under pressure. He wasn't even, like, he didn't know he was going to go into that game. And he comes into the game and wins it. And Brought him back from a 14-point deficit and won the game for the Browns. And all the pressure's off now. Yeah, They've exactly. already won a game. Yeah, you know? all the pressure's off. Now they can just play. Yeah, they and can the play team, their game. And, and the, the team and looks like a good team. I think all the receivers are going to thrive under Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry ended up getting a lot he more. He was quick. Yeah, and Dude, he throws quick, and, and their and their dimes too. Yeah, exactly. And Jarvis Landry was getting was getting catches. I think the tight end David Joku is going to play a little bit better now. Mm-hmm. David Joku he's going to play a little Josh bit Gordon. better. Just Josh Gordon. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Dude, Josh, when he f- yeah, wait, what? Huh? What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. What? What? what, huh? what? I was going to say that uh, when Baker first came in, he was throwing passes. The receivers, it was like it hit one receiver's chest and bounced off, and he was like. Oh, like he wasn't ready for that. Yeah, it's crazy. He was ready, to, like, and I've heard that like catching a ball does feel different from different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Oh you yeah, for used, sure. You get used to catching a certain type of catch, like Cardale versus JT. You know. Yeah, for sure. Do you think? Uh, do you think Baker's going to be a franchise quarterback? I have no idea. I don't know. I think that he has the game. potential. I think he has the potential. He does. He's a he's and he he you can tell he wants to win. Yeah, and that's what you no. Need. He's got a good mentality. I think he's matured. I mean, I think Tyrod didn't have a good mentality. 
Yeah, well, he, I just don't think he's as naturally good. I don't think he has that natural edge. Yeah, I think the Baker probably was better than Tyrod last year. Yeah, you know? it's just I agree. Um, but so uh, so I guess uh, during that game, Carlos Hyde came to the stadium an hour before the game um, from the hospital because his wife was going into labor. Yeah, so he he got ninety two yards and two touchdowns. Went to the hospital right after, and they had his baby. That night. Yep. And that was his birthday also. Oh, yeah. It was his birthday. I forgot about that. Yeah, isn't that insane? That's a crazy What a night. day for that guy. First win with the Browns, like had a kid, a couple touchdowns, a 100-yard game basically. That's insane. A, a birthday? That's He just had a day. Baker looked good. He looked good. Jarvis Landry looked good. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett looked really good. Miles Garrett looked He's re- looking like a course. beast, dude. He is looking He's like a beast. He's one of the best additions. The Browns did well with He was that. like the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year before Khalil Mack started fucking beasting dude, he already had he had two sacks two tackles for loss in the game those were huge those were huge mm-hmm. plays too not just the stats but the timing of them they were really important um yeah dude that game it, it was so much fun to watch dude, dude it like, was a lot i've of never fun. been a cleveland browns fan i was raised to hate them because my dad's a Bengals fan and i've always felt bad for browns fans but man watching this it was like you couldn't help but the root for him you know yeah for sure now i'm i mean i'm, I'm catching myself becoming a browns fan just from yeah, the hype slowly. around it. Right. And Hard Knocks really kind of brought me in too. So. Yeah, it got you invested. It's going. Um, all right. So there's a few more games, some points I want to bring up. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City beat San Francisco. Pat Mahomes went off again for 314 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. He's now. What'd you say? Sorry. Pat Mahomes. Oh, yeah. He's now a MVP candidate too. Dude, he's good. Which is crazy. He's this really good. Is this his second good. year? No, this is his first year starting because um, he played under. He was under Alex Smith for a few years. He's out of Texas Tech for one year. He's uh, out of Texas Tech now. He came out of Texas Tech, and he is playing incredible. So now he he's he's up there with the MVP candidates, which is crazy. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL and MCL in that game from a non-contact injury. His MCL too? Yeah. I thought it was just his ACL. Um, it, for, it was first reported ACL and MCL. I'm not sure if that's changed yet or not. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was a no contact. Dang. Bob watched it. He said it was hard to watch, right? Yeah. What did he do? Did he just step wrong? You can talk. If you talk loud, we can. They can hear you in the background. <laughs> he tried to run out of bounds, and then his knee buckled. Why? Wow. wow. It was, he tried to like rush. He tried to like you know. Mm. He's too soft then. It was not a contact. That's but it, it, yeah, that's what makes it soft. Well, it was just his knee buckled. That happens a lot though for athletes. I don't know, man. Like your foot hits the ground wrong. <laughs> It's over for your knee. Don't hit the ground wrong. <sighs> Shut up. Car accidents Poor happen a lot of time, G. but if you stop at the stop sign, you're so not he's gonna... he's out for the year. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, John Gruden's Laker uh, Raiders lost to the uh, Dolphins. Hold on, uh, Bob's showing us something. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. John Gruden. What is it? Oh, dude. Is it is it gross? No, it's just it's just really unfortunate. Oh, that's what happened. Oh, wait, which knee tore? Jesus. Both of them look pretty rough. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, John Gruden's uh, Raiders lost yet again to my to the Dolphins. So now he's 0-3. So I don't know. Was was hiring John Gruden a mistake? I don't know. I don't know. You keep saying that they need a defensive end, though. Yeah, it's so tired <laughs> of him saying that shit. Oh, we need a defensive rusher. Yeah, you do. You traded him away, you idiot. I think he's trolling at this point. I think he, he is, said, too. we need a pass rusher. We need a good pass rusher. We need a great pass rusher. This guy used to be like the media advisor for like an NFL team, so I think he knows what he's he's just messing around. He's, with he, I mean, he worked for ESPN for a long time. I just yeah. think hiring him was a mistake. I think they should have found him more of a solid coach. Um, but, but they also just aren't as good. Yeah, they're just not that good. 
They could be one and two with a different coach. Their offensive is pretty. Their offensive. All, their mm-hmm. offense is pretty explosive, but um, other than that, their defense is terrible. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, the Buffalo Bills got a huge upset against the Vikings. Um, Josh Allen had a solid game with he went fifteen for twenty two, one hundred ninety six yards and one touchdown, and he had a oh slow down. What was that? He had a he went fifteen for twenty two, one hundred ninety six yards and one touchdown. Okay. Um, and he had a sweet little uh, hurdle over a Minnesota linebacker, which was insane. I saw that. That was really cool. I was like, okay, Josh Allen, maybe something here. Maybe they got something here. Where's he from? Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. He's from. Uh, That's not the guy from California, is it? No, he's from a small school. Um, he is from where is Josh Allen from? Wyoming. That's oh, what that's it was. right. You're Wyoming. right. Wyoming. Um, yeah. So that was cool to see him play a little bit. Um, Rams pretty much did Rams things. They won against uh, Jared Goff. Kind of. He went twenty nine for thirty six, three hundred fifty yards, and three touchdowns. So they're three and zero now. Yeah, they're three and zero. They're Tar- so good. Targerly yeah. had one hundred five. I mean, honestly, I can't see any team beating them. Yeah. Sorry. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I think they might have a they might have a year ahead of them. I think they could go undefeated, but. That never happens, so you never know. Right. It's hard to tell with the NFL because there's not like teams that beat that win like fifty six to seven. You know what I mean? It's always like thirty five to twenty one, yeah. shit like that. Right. <laughs> um the Monday night football Except game. Except for the Bills. The Bills just won like what was it, like twenty one to six? Yeah, something like that. It was insane. They're the best team in the league, bro. Yeah, it's twenty seven to six. They're gonna go undefeated <laughs> the rest of the season. <laughs> they already lost. Sorry, bud. No, I'm saying the rest of the season. Oh, the rest of the season? Mm-hmm. Eh. 14 and 2. Arguable. Baby. 14 and 2. 14 and 2. What's their, what's their like slogan? Go Bills. Don't suck. I, don't, I have no clue. Freeze our ass off. <laughs> um, Steelers uh, held off Tampa Bay in the uh, second half to win 37, 30 to 27. Uh, Fitzmagic. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. Fitzmagic struggled in the first half. Um, Dang. The but magic, magic run out. He still had a 411 yard game, 30 of 50. Um, okay. But he had three interceptions, and one was a pick six, and that's really what kind of killed him. Oh, it doesn't matter then. Yeah. You know? Uh, like, that stuff can end up being more costly than what you did. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I mean, what do you think they're going to do next week? Do you think they, they start Jameis, or do you think they start uh, Fitzgerald? I would say start Fitzgerald. I don't think ja- – I think ja- – I Jam- forgot that his name was Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah. It's Fitzmagic <laughs> It sounded now. weird when you said that. Yeah, so, I mean, like – Fitzpatrick. Oh, Fitzpatrick. That's why Fitzgerald sounded weird. Oh. Whoops. Sorry, I'm just so used to saying Fitz Magic now. Um, but I mean I think you can I think I don't know. You know what's crazy? Fitz you can't just keep taking out a quarterback when they play bad. So like I think that you need to give him some more time. If he continues to not be able to do yeah, if he's playing things good. well, um then I would, then at that point you would switch him. <clears> and Jameis isn't I mean, he's a good quarterback, but he's not like a franchise quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna hurt you to keep Jameis out, you know what I mean? And it's crazy. I didn't know Maybe. Fitz. I didn't know Fitzpatrick has been in the league for 14 years. I did not know that. Isn't that insane? He's been playing since 2004. He's been growing that beard the whole time. Crazy. Number one overall pick in 2004. Um, that's when LeBron was drafted. He was drafted in 2003. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy, dude. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, and and that's and crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> that's so crazy. So Fitzpatrick came. <laughs> Fitzpatrick came in, in the second half and was balling. Um, but they held him off. They ended up losing by three points, which was disappointing. I want to see the Steelers be in the last place um, in their division because I hate the Steelers. Yeah, me too. 
I just hate the Steelers. I think everybody can kind of agree that they hate the Steelers. Pretty much. As a as a as yeah, a whole. except for Steelers fans, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Everybody hates a Steelers fan. I know a few Steelers fans I absolutely hate. Absolutely. Um You know who you are. Yeah, for sure you know who you are. That's all I have uh on the NFL though. Nice. That's that's Drew's NFL recap of the week. That is my recap of the week. What uh <clears throat> so just a couple things about the NBA. What's up with Kawhi's fucking laugh, dude? <laughs> what was that shit, dude? He is the most pained being on this planet, bro. Can you play that? Play that video for us, can you? I can. I can do that. So while that happens, I'll talk about the Jimmy Butler thing. All right, while you pull that up. What Jimmy Butler thing? Jimmy Butler is the trade. Jimmy Butler wants to be traded. Um, oh, yeah. Tom Thibodeau tried to convince him today to not be traded, and he said nah. I want to be traded. So it's looking like he... Yeah, they're like, they like don't want to trade him, but he's just saying he's not showing up to camp, to training camp. Yeah, he's not. They they don't want to trade him, but the, the president of, of the Timberwolves wants to trade him, which is weird. <laughs> so there's kind of a disagreement in the... In the, in the front office. In the front office, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> We'll see what we'll see what happens. I I think he uh, the Miami Heat are in talks for him. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Jimmy Butler's a solid player. This isn't like humongous news, but it's kind of a interesting story to follow. Mm-hmm. You said what? Top fifteen player, player? arguable. Who arguable? Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Think so? Top fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think he's close. I think he's like. Not top ten, but I think he's top top fifteen. Yeah, I think if people put Draymond in top fifteen, Jimmy Butler's better than Draymond. I wouldn't even put Draymond there. Some people put Draymond and Clay in the top fifteen, but I wouldn't. Kevin Garnett's way better than than him. Kevin Garnett. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Retired Kevin Garnett. Yep. Nice. I still count him in there. He's still a top 10, 15 player. MJ, Michael Jordan is still a top 15 player in the NBA to this day. What are you looking at? Just looking at a list of the top players. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think... Man, Jimmy Butler. They got Jimmy Butler number 13. Actually, yeah. I would put... You're Clay, looking at other people's opinions, bro? No, yeah. that's I'm t- To argue with it. I would put Clay Thompson and Damian Lillard over Jimmy Butler. Sorry. I get Damian Lillard more than Clay Thompson, I and guess. And Victor Oladipo. No. Come on, Victor Oladipo had a year last year. Okay, Jimmy Butler's is still better. I don't think so. Yeah, with I've, playing with two other All-Stars, Victor is the only good player on his team except for Miles Turner. And he's the most average player in the league. You're saying you're saying because of the other teammates that that defines their talent? Yeah, the year before he was with Russell Westbrook and he wasn't good. And then he went to a bad team and he's you good. You can't play good with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, cuz he because he takes the ball. You can't play as good if you play with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins because they want the ball too. Exactly. So that's why Jimmy Butler. So I think you, even so was, I think you saying Oladipo isn't that good because of how he played with Russell Westbrook is a, is a terrible argument. I'm No, I'm saying that he had the same stats as Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler played with two other All-Stars while he played with no one else. Okay. He was the first option on the team. Okay. Whereas Jimmy Butler played with Carl Anthony Towns, who was the franchise player for the Timberwolves. I think if Jimmy Butler was on, if Jimmy Butler was on the Pacers, here's what I'll say: he'd be the better player. He'd play better than Victor Oladipo. That's one way of thinking about it. Okay. If Jimmy Butler was on the same team as Victor Oladipo, he would be better. You think so? Yes. I don't think so. Why not? I think Victor Oladipo 
um, has more of a drive than Jimmy Butler. What drive? Have you watched Victor Jimmy Oladipo Butler play? is one of the most driven. Oh, you mean like he drives better? No, like he literally has, is a driven player. Jimmy Butler is one of the most driven players. Dude, Jimmy Butler averaged like five points a game three seasons ago. Jimmy Butler did? Yes. Jimmy okay. Butler is like recently good. All right. We're about to find out this year how they do. Well, it depends on where he goes. What if he goes to the Pacers? We'll find out. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. Uh-oh. What's he showing him? Oh, um, we'll probably have to repack that bowl. That's the second round of Coles that's on there. Yeah. When you wrote coal, I'm like, what can we talk about coal? Like the, coal, coal? Mining, the coal mining industry? Coal Sprouse? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. So one second. I'm going to pause this so that I can give you guys the Jimmy Butler laugh. I mean, the Kawhi Leonard laugh. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't sound painful. Like it doesn't. We can just sound play like that whenever we have, we have a, a, a bad joke. A bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Me. Ah. Oh, all right. Because it was dead when I got it. Are we time. recording? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> so yeah, that was Kawhi's laugh. Yeah. At, uh, the press conference, his first press conference for the Raptors. What'd you say? No, we're good. No, we're good. We're, we just edited. I'll just cut it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so... So, um, hold on real quick. This is... First of all, this is really good for reacting to things, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were to say something funny, like, I don't know, that, you know, Victor Oladipo is better than Jimmy Butler. Shut <laughs> up. Listen, Victor Oladipo is a more explosive... He's better leader. He's not going to fuck anybody else's girlfriend. Is that even true? Was that true? I guess a, a thing came out that... Jimmy Butler was screwing with uh, Andrew Wiggins. No, Carl Anthony Towns' girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, though. I feel like TMZ reported that. <sighs> TMZ reports I didn't see that nothing anywhere. but true news. All right. Um, all right, so... Um, oh, yeah, and then did you see the Warriors team picture? Yeah, I did. It's so depressing. It is. It's just like... And Clay Thompson grew the full beard out, so you know he's about to go it off. It actually looks good. It does look a lot better. I'm glad than that, that they're not just the goatee team. Yeah, I hate that goatee yeah. that he had. Goatee it looks better with Warriors. the beard. Goatee is like a definite two thousand like four type thing. Yeah, like old, like yeah, like twenty five year old. Yeah, man from the nineteen nineties. Yeah, you don't need a goatee. You gotta have a beard now. Yeah, ladies love the beard. Your beard is weird. That's why I've got one. Uh, ladies love most beards. The Celtics lineup looks good from the pictures. The Lakers looks interesting. How are you basing the lineup from the pictures? Because like I, it's real now. Now you can see it. It's visual. Yeah. But when you see that lineup, they're all actually standing next to each other. I'm like, man, this like damn. This Celtics team is going to be legitimately good. There's a picture of the Celtics, and it said, uh, "Who's going to beat this? Who's going to beat this team?" Yeah. And somebody replied yeah. and circled, uh, circled Cameron Hayward's ankles and uh, whose knee? Sorry, who's? I don't know who Cameron Hayward is. Sorry, um. Um, um, Cameron Hayward is a defensive lineman for the um, Steelers, and I'm getting him mixed up with who's the one that broke his ankle. Really, <laughs> Gordon. Gordon Hayward. Hayward. My <laughs> God, Gore. So I, I don't know anything. All I'm saying is that I'll take any NBA action because I'm so excited for it, and I hate. I'm not done with college football yet. You don't have so. to be. <sighs> yeah, true. I do love the NBA. Yeah, you can I'm, just, you know. I just don't know if I'm ready Tuesday, yet. Wednesday nights, you know. I just don't know Lakers, if I'm ready yet. Lake show? 
Ooh, ooh. No, you don't have to be ready yet. Preseason hasn't even started yet. Good. I'm not ready yet. But um, <clears throat> all right. So who got your uh, L award this week? My L award. <laughs> the biggest L. First biggest of all, L. This, yeah, this is our thing we're doing. We're gonna we're gonna start doing this every week. My L award this week goes to the Oregon football team. The Oregon football team. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because it was the most heartbreaking loss that I've seen. I legitimately think that Oregon looked like the better football team for the better part of those four quarters before mm-hmm. overtime. Yeah. They had a 17 point lead at half. Okay. Just okay. let me, I'm going to spit some, some facts. All right. They had a 17 point lead at half. It was 24 to seven. This is all before overtime. They okay. had 500 plus yards offense. They had only one turnover, including fumbles and interceptions. Um, the Oregon quarterback was 25 of 28. And then in overtime. 25 of 28, though. Yeah. They were better on third downs. They were better on fourth downs, like significantly. Like Stanford couldn't convert any of that stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. Oregon possessed the ball for two-thirds of the football game. Wow. Yeah. And they had a last-minute fumble on the game-winning rush for first down. It was second or third down, and they needed Mm -hmm. one more. They needed one more first down, which I think they were two two or three yards away from. They needed to get that first down, and they would have just kneeled and won the game. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they went for it, and the running back reached, or the running back, the ball got poked out as he crossed the first down line. Wow. Yeah. Just I didn't know that. Yeah. That's that was insane. that's that's how they. <clears throat> it was like the you should have seen the look on the dude's face on the sideline. Like they kept showing the running back, and he was just like, I knew. Like at that point, I was like, Yeah, there's no way Oregon wins because it was the same thing with like no. when when Jr. didn't look at the clock, like the the soul was ripped out of the calves. And then they yeah. just didn't come out in overtime. It was the same thing with, with yeah. Oregon. It's insane. And then they would in overtime, they had a really good throw, but the quarterback didn't. So the quarterback didn't make it because there was this one play that was like, there was, there was a huge missed pass interference call in overtime that would have given them a first down at like the, the 12. Yeah. It was um, a big miss call. It was a big miss call. It was a legitimate miss call. It wasn't yeah. just like, Oh, this is questionable. It was like, no, the dude legitimately passed, like interfered with the pass. Yeah. It was, it was the Oregon crowd was not happy with that. No. One. Yeah, I know. And, uh, just watching that dude, it was just so sad. It was just so sad. So many L's in one, in one series, oh, basically. Yeah. It just That's fell apart from so fast. When you have 500 plus yards offense, you only turn over the ball once. You only drop three. You only you only don't complete three passes. You played better. You possess the ball for longer, and then you just mm-hmm. have a last minute fumble mistake, but to get the first down that would have won the game. That's yeah. so sad. That's insane. I didn't know it was like that rough. I mean, I kind of watched that game, but it was kind of in the background. That's rough. Yeah, dude. Um, my L award is something we already talked about. It's going to Virginia Tech. For it's what? Lo- Virginia Tech. Oh, okay, yeah. For losing they to Old it. Dominion. They, they deserve, deserve the L award. It, it was, that was, how do you lose to that team? They, uh, by 14. Played by 14 points, yeah. So it's insane. I don't really have much to say about that other than they lost to Old fucking Dominion. Um, That's all there is to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is to you say. say. All right. So uh, who is your uh, We Know Nothing MVP? This is also something else we're doing. Okay, my We Know Nothing MVP was Mike Thomas. Uh, He had 10 receptions for 129 yards. It wasn't the stats that made him my MVP. Um, It was what it meant. So last week he had, we talked about him a little bit because he had the most receptions in the first two games in NFL history, right? Yeah. Well, now he has the most receptions through the first three games in NFL history. Wow. He has 38 catches through three games. The old record was 34 set by Julio Jones in 2015. Wow, and that was Julio Jones's... The real deal, too. So. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. 
and that's an all-time record. So he beat he, he beat that by four catches in the first three games. Uh, it's only three games, but I mean, breaking a record like the first maybe the second game it's like okay, but the third game like we're getting into the season and he still has this record by four mm-hmm. by four throws right now. Wow. Um. So thirty-eight catches over three games. It's a little bit more than twelve catches a game, right? Mm-hmm. He needs to average eight a game for the rest of the season to break the season record. Wow. Season record's 143. That's insane. You seem really uninterested. No, that's just crazy. Oh, yeah. So if Michael he averages, Thomas is a great receiver. Yeah, if he averages eight a game for the rest of the season, which he can do, absolutely he can mm-hmm. do, then he will break the season record of 143. Is he the one that um, caught that pass against Oklahoma, like on the receiver's back? You remember that? No, that wasn't him. Who was that? Oh man, I can't remember who that was. I know who you're talking about. That was at Oklahoma. It was yeah, the same. It was, it was the same game that Braxton Miller, yeah, did that. Actually, I think it was a. I think that was an interception. I think that was no. It was a touchdown catch. Are you sure? Yeah, it was on the Oklahoma's back. I just. Thought, I don't know why I thought that was Michael Thomas, but we're definitely Ohio State misses Michael Thomas. Yeah, dude, he was he was an elite receiver. He was super elite. I didn't even think he was going to be like that in the NFL, and he's whew. bro and and. Uh, the one thing that I thought was crazy is that he has 38 catches, right? Yeah. On, but on 40 targets. Wow. So he's only been targeted twice and not caught the ball. If you throw the ball to him, he's going to catch it. That's crazy. 38 yeah, I mean, out of 40. That's an unreal. That's like unreal. You see like there are game like a lot of um, for the Browns, for example, they were like every the best receiver. So Jarvis Landry had like uh, six or seven receptions on like, yeah. 12 targets. Wow. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is insane. It obviously credits Drew Brees for hitting him every time, but he has to catch it every time. Yeah. He has to be in a place to catch it. Drew Brees is, he's, for some reason, what was that three years Drew Brees kind of dropped off? And now he's just great again. I feel like he dropped off for a little bit. It was weird. But I think the Saints just didn't have as much talent now. Oh, uh, but last now. year they were really good. Oh, I mean, yeah, last yeah. year. I'm talking about this Before is like that. three or four yeah, years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. You ready for my MVP? Um, you looking up that receiver, huh? Yeah, for the Oklahoma thing. Yeah, I, that's everything I was going to say about Mike Thomas. Yeah, he, cool. he's my we know nothing MVP the trademark. Trademarked. Um, my we know nothing MVP trademark is uh, Tiger Woods. He won the uh, PGA Tour Championship this week <clears throat> by two strokes. Our guy. Um, so he's he's pretty much back. He's been like top ten in almost every tournament this year. Mm-hmm. So we knew he was really good, but everybody was just kind of like the Browns. Everybody was just waiting for him to get that win, and I thought it was very cool. And to it's watch. been exciting, dude, because he's been getting like kind of closer and closer. Yeah, you know, like he's been performing better and better. He's been like at the top for the past and month, I think, month now. Yeah, and I th- it's so I th- exciting, dude. Oh, it's super exciting. I don't even care about golf, but it's like I'm watching it. When, you know? Yeah, that's the thing, and I think every other like player will agree with this, mm-hmm. and all the. Um, golf fans who will agree with this when Tiger is playing good golf is better you know what I oh, mean absolutely golf and is and more, more people watch he has more, more of an impact than any other golfer more than any in history yeah and you should see these crowds sprinting to get to the hole that Tiger is at just to watch him put it in to win yeah it was in, it was literally thousands of people just sprinting to this hole and oh, it was that insane. was a, that was an awesome scene it dude. was cool it was sweet when you're watching that it gives you chills because you just know and and even even players who are like playing a hole behind Tiger or a hole ahead of Tiger say it's distracting because of how many fans he has. Well, yeah, like because they can hear him. You well, know that used I mean? to be the the thing that I've learned from learning about Tiger because I, I didn't know a whole lot about him. Yeah. In my years of caring about sports, he hasn't been super relevant. You yeah, know? for sure. Uh, I've cared. I've really started caring about sports since like 2013, pretty much, yeah. and that's right when he dropped off. You know, it's been five years yeah. since he's won a, a championship. 
or won a tournament. Yeah. Um, we learned that this wasn't a, a, a major. Yeah, win. we were so confused the difference between the PGA Tour Championship and the Tour Championship. Yes, different. So I had to call my grandfather. So shout out to Hugh Murphy. I had to call him and figure out what was going on with that. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. The uh, receiver who caught the behind the back catch was Noah Brown. Noah Brown. What happened to Noah Brown? I don't he know. Was he, a good he, receiver. Was on, he was on the Cowboys last year. Was he? Uh huh. That's right, he was. Looks in the end zone in the corner. Touchdown, That was against Oklahoma. Yeah. Not Virginia Tech. That's what I said, Oklahoma. I thought you said Virginia Tech. No, I didn't. I'm pretty sure. No, that was, we'll I mean, that was my L war, but you said, oh, yeah, I had Oklahoma, remember? And I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but anyway, I remember watching that game because I was at Applebee's, weird place to watch an Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister worked there, so we got free beer at the time she worked there. And, yeah, I forgot uh, she worked there. Yeah, so we watched, me and Adam watched that game. It was sweet. It was an awesome that game. That was an awesome game. Um, then they beat us the next year, right? Or was it two years after that? I don't know. It was the next year. Um, Bastards. Sons of bitches. We, we like Baker now, though. So, so that's our uh, We Know Nothing MVP yes. and our L Award. Yes, sir. Thanks for competing, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone can, you know. You no. Know, nobody compares to, to the MVPs. Nope. So let's move on to media. You have some stuff mm-hmm. about media? Um, yeah, we had that weird Samir Woods album that like wasn't a thing that was a thing. Yeah, it was weird. If if nobody really knows about it, um, Samir Woods, Samir Woods, Woods is uh, Lil Uzi Vert's real name. Yeah. So he dropped, he didn't drop, I guess. Somebody dropped these songs from him in an album called What Is This under his real name. And... Uh, I guess Spotify took it down because the Lil Uzi Vert like can't like their 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 employees said no Lil Uzi Vert didn't drop that. So um, they yeah, took it was it, like seven songs. Yeah, it was, and and, I, and it was weird because like half of them weren't produced. So it was like, what is this? Thank you for putting the top on that. Yeah, it was. It's called What Is This? Yeah. And I, was, I told Drew I was like, I know why it's called What Is This? Like, literally, what is this? And and the thing about it is, is there was weird recordings because those were literally recorded at like music festivals. Are you sure? It sounded like they were studio, but they were just bad quality. So you, you could hear that some of them were like kind of muzzled. Yeah. The songs were muzzled. That was like at the music festival or some shit. Interesting. Okay. But these yeah. are unreleased songs. Yeah. Way. Yeah. That he's like performing. Um, yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. It was really weird. I'm, I'm super excited when he drops an album. I like Lil Uzi. I, li- I love him. Yeah. I like him a lot. When um, I first heard his name, I was like, God damn, another Lil, another Lil rapper. You yeah. Know? For real. And then and he's different. Know, he's different. He's, yeah. he's really good. He doesn't make like rap. It's it's different. You yeah, know, he's, he's, he he pushes the boundaries of the of the genre. Oh, I got a little buzz in my. I was like, we "What is that?" In my in my <laughs> mic. Um. Yeah, and uh, we got he's, a, he's really talented music wise. So that's good. Yeah, he makes really good songs. Um, one of my favorite groups, especially from the past few years, Brockhampton, um, America's favorite boy band. Yeah, I was about to say your favorite boy band. Best boy <laughs> band since One Direction. That's what they say. That's the lyric <laughs> in one of their songs. Oh um, my god! The rap group, fourteen members. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. It's fourteen members. You have told me that before. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, for those who don't know, they they met on a Kanye West forum, Kanye West like fan like website. Really? Yeah. They all met in the comments of that. Oh, that's what? insane! What are you doing? There was like a like a little gnat flying around oh, my face. You freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, I was like, what the heck. Um, but they dropped an album called Iridescence. They had last year in 2017, they dropped three albums. 
uh, each one it was saturation one, two, and three. They dropped the trilogy starting in the summer of 2017. <clears throat> they dropped one in like July and then like September and then like December. It was crazy. Wow. It was wild. And that's what got my attention. I was like, why they're dropping so much music. Um, and, and a lot of it was pretty good. They're different. They're not like a typical hip hop group. Yeah. A lot of people different. joke and say that they're like the gay version of odd future Wolfgang, which is funny, but, um, oh, gosh. The, the main, the founder Isn't, of the group and the main guy of the group, Kevin abstract. Yeah. He's gay, but, but I mean, I feel like Tyler, the creator is gay, right? Yeah. Is he gay? He hasn't gay? come out, come out. I know he hasn't, but he's, he raps about it sometimes. Yeah. Kind of. I it's, could care less like if he's gay. Story. I like him a lot. Right. But yeah, but it's, I don't know what he is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's bisexual. Maybe. Um, seems like it, but anyway, who they saw Rocky. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just keep saying things. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a part of another tr- another trilogy. So they're going to probably drop three albums in the next over the course of the next few months again, which is crazy. I don't know what kind of. So here's my thing with that. that. Do you think that like that's good for artists or bad for artists? Because when you drop a lot of music like that, sometimes it could be bad for an artist. Yeah. It's too much music. Maybe. Well, what, what's the problem with too much music then? You saying that it, because it's so much that the quality is not going to be yeah, as good, or that uncon- it's too much for the fans? It's unconcentrated. The 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 the. I think that that you know would I mean? be true for someone who didn't have fourteen members in the group. So like all these guys had solo careers before they came together, and then they came together, and they all have these different ideas. So for example, yeah, it's hard to have one album for fourteen. Well, people. so so well, there's only six vocalists now. There's five because um, one of their members, Amir, got kicked out of the band for sexual assault. Um, that's interesting stuff. We talked so, about that though yeah, before. They have five members now. Okay. But when you look at the district, so people, uh, I saw the chart where people took it, did a chart of like how much they, like how much each vocalist had, yeah. how, how much <clears throat> of the album they wrapped or sung over. Yeah. And like the average member, obviously, because there's five of them had 20% of the album. Okay. So basically you're only wrapped like, so there's 15 songs in this, on this album. And like, you might only have a verse on six of the songs if you're one of the members. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So Kevin Abstract, the the main member of the group, he does a lot of the hooks and the verses and stuff, and he doesn't do as much of the of he does a lot of the hooks and the choruses. He doesn't do as many of the verses. Yeah. But the other guys in the group do the verses and they only have to do four or eight bars seven or eight times in an album. So they're able to bust out and they they like live in the studio while they do this. Yeah. And I would think so. And that's what I thought. That's what caught my attention. Cause I listened to their saturation three project when it came out and then realized that two and one came out months before that. And I was like, what? But when you listen to all of it, it's really good production. It's really good lyricism. It's, it's really good. It's really good. In my opinion, I think it's really good. Um, that's what is impressive about this group is they drop not just like fan loved, but critically acclaimed like music critics love this group because they're different and they have a really, a really, they push the boundaries. They're not just making yeah. the same thing as everyone else. And I really appreciate that. They don't rap as much about, they rap more like they're real people. They don't rap like they're famous, if that makes sense. So they rap, they rap like, you know, they rap about relationships or sleeping with people or whatever, but they don't rap as much about material things. They talk about like the things that are hard about their lives and, um, the things that have been hard about being in a band and stuff. And I just think it's cool. It's different. It's really, it's really refreshing to listen to something like that after listening to, you know, trap and mumble stuff for months now it's just it's refreshing since kids see ghost album i haven't had anything that i've been excited that and denzel curry's album i haven't had anything to be excited since that so yeah it's good but i don't think that this album is as good as their saturation trilogy in my opinion um if you listen to this album and you want to get a feel for brockhampton and their new sound the tracks that i recommend are berlin district 
and Jovair. They're highlights on the album. Um, really, really good production throughout the thing. So without Amir, he was their main member. He is more like the Tyler, the creator. He like had a deep voice and rapped more like a typical rapper. Yeah. But since he's been out, other members of the group who are a little bit edgier and weirder have gotten more verses, which makes their music a little bit more odd, but it's, it's something that you can get used to, especially if you've already listened to the band. Yeah. I never really listened to him, but today we listened to him while we were, um, while we were researching for this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Who's that guy that snapped in that one song? His name's Joba. He's yeah. white. He's one of the white guys. His verse was really good in that he's song. He's really good, dude. That's the one in, jo- in Jovair. Yeah, it was a really good verse. So. Um, he always comes out super angry. He like always has a grudge. Which I like Which I like about rappers. I've always kind of liked that. Like I like Meek Mill. I like ASAP yeah. Ferg. I, I like, like people who have something to prove. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like people who are like come in like... Like I like listening to music that makes me want to like kill somebody. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> like the game. Yeah. But I just think this group's... I can't say it enough. I just think that they're very talented. They're exciting. They really try yeah. to be different and they make different sounds. And if you are interested in that, if you like hip hop, you like kind of like rock and a little bit of pop and stuff like that, they kind of infuse a lot of that stuff. Um, but if you're interested in something different, you can try it. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it, but for sure. No, you have to listen to it. Right, if you yeah, don't like actually, it, you need to listen you. to it. Um, but I thought it was good. That's my thoughts on your descents. All right. So, you got a couple and I got a couple, right? This is what I've, we kind of have like a... Yeah, let's bounce. Uh, go back and forth real fast? Yeah. All right, hit me with your first one. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it, dude. All right, hit me, hit me with your... <laughs> okay, so I don't know which one to do first, man. How about... Do you have like one that you like more than the other or do you, do you just have like two equally good assholes? I just kind of have two pretty uh, crazy okay. stories. So you don't have one runner-up? You got to pick one that's a runner-up. Both are about airplanes. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? I didn't realize that until now. Go ahead, bud. Hit, hit Wait, me. With I your... have one about airplanes too. Ooh, I'm gonna be pissed if you have mine, dude. I'm gonna be so mad if you have mine too. All right, hit me with your first. Hit me with your one about airplanes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this goes back to the OG days of asshole of the week because we got a white person calling the police. Is this is about the airplane one. It's baggage claim, Becky. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another goddamn Becky. See, that's, mine's not Becky, so go ahead, bruh. So baggage claim Becky calls police on black woman for asking to speak to a manager. Um, <clears throat> Wait, the black woman asked to speak to a manager? Yes, and baggage claim Usually Becky it's the white one that's asking for the manager. Well, baggage claim Becky called the police, so I'm assuming she was already kind of irate. And this picture of her is hilarious, dude. <laughs> I, I wish I could see I it. can't show it to you, but... It's all right. Um, <laughs> the way that this article was written is super funny. Uh, it says a brave Delta employee is being hailed for alerting the authorities to a case of felony cultural appropriation when a black woman disrespected the heritage of white women everywhere by asking to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? That's awesome. Oh, dude, it's some guy on uh, the roots. I've never heard of him, but this oh is my really gosh. funny. Arlene asked to speak to a manager to make sure she was following the correct procedures. So it wasn't a complaint. She wanted to okay. ensure that her claim was being taken care of. She was filing a claim with baggage claim, which happened, which I've had to do. Yeah. Um, like she probably had a, a bag, a bag that was like in the wrong place or didn't come with her flight. Right. Yeah. Um, so she asked, she spoke to baggage claim and after making a phone call, the Delta employee informed the customer that the manager on duty was unavailable. Um, Arlene recorded the incident with her phone, which shows her asking for a business card, a phone number, or any way that she could contact the manager, Rebecca Bagginstock. <laughs> Becky, it's a, it's actually a Becky. It's actually a Becky. That's hilarious. Not who not only works in customer service but doubles as a bouncer 
for the vice president in charge of checked luggage, shook her head with an unpleasant smile as if someone had informed her that her Uggs had just been outlawed by airport security. <laughs> Wait, Becky couldn't bring Uggs in? No, it was just a joke. Oh. You just said it, <laughs> okay, it looked like, like someone informed her that her Uggs had been outlawed. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> so wrote this is hilarious. I know, it's really funny. That's why I just had to read it word for word. Um, so then it shows that Arlene, uh, she didn't have the manager's phone number, it turns out. So, but Sarah's suitcase claims to have just called his office. Sarah's suitcase. That's what they're calling her. The one that called the police? No, the, the person who's at baggage. Sarah's suitcase. Sarah's suitcase. <laughs> uh, so she just called his office and then she claims that she doesn't know the number. The employee does. Then she claims <clears throat> Delta's policy is not to give out the names or numbers of employees after that. So then Arlene waited to take her manager and things took a drastic turn as Becky, the bag lady, realized that Arlene was filming everything. She says, are you recording me? And then she picks up the phone and gleefully informs Arlene that she is being reported for terrorist activity of using a phone in the commission of a baggage claim. Who was recording? The woman who was trying who call, to see Who ends up calling the police? Or no. the, oh, okay. Yeah, she was recording the incident because Arlene was escalating, basically. Okay. Who's Arlene? The woman that works. Okay. Wait. The employee? Yeah, I think so. Now I'm confused because who's Rebecca Bar- Bar- stock? Oh, no, Arlene is, sorry, Arlene is the woman with this Arlene suitcase. Okay. Okay, sorry. Arlene is the one that once is trying to file a baggage claim. claim. Yeah, and she's the one that was recording. Okay. So, Delta Debbie. Delta Debbie. <laughs> asked her if she was recording her. Um, and so, she reported Arlene for terrorist activity of using a phone, using a phone for in the commission of a baggage claim. It's a misdemeanor, sure. Public punishable by two minutes in timeout, this guy says. I don't know what is going on with this story. <laughs> it's a punishable two minutes in timeout. Oh, my gosh. So oh she reported God. her for this because you're not supposed to have a phone and baggage claim, I guess. Um, Arlene says, that she, I don't believe that they would have called the police on me if I wasn't a black woman. This had nothing to do with baggage claim Becky being annoyed that a non-Becky was insisting that a woman do her job. Um, I don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know why. Call the police? For she, what? Terrorism. She called her She called her for a terrorist-related thing for having a phone and baggage claim. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I love I love this place. I love, I love this country. This land is your land. <laughs> this land is my land. This land does not allow a phone. All right. Um, all right, so my first one. <clears throat> a jilted husband is banned from flying for five years after he leaked a diary of details of his air hostess wife's mile-high sexploits. What? So, a mother of four kept a diary on her computer while she worked for Transavia, which is like a, a, a low-income um, flying company. Okay. She revealed in the in the diary details <clears throat> of sex with colleagues who also worked for low-cost airline, who worked for the low-cost airline. Oh. Her husband was furious when he discovered the diary on her computer, so he attacked a pilot who was having oh. sex with his wife. Oh my God. And so now he is banned for five years for flying with the airline. What? Yeah. Why? Because he attacked the pilot. But he was sleeping with his girl. Yeah. Ex- yeah. So my asshole of the week is, is the wife is the, is the, is the mother of four. Okay. Who slept with, who was sleeping with all of her coworkers on airplanes oh in the air, which is real interesting. So is that a father of four or do we not know that yet? Is the boyfriend or husband? Yeah, I would assume that's the father. How do you know? She's been sleeping with people. Ooh, who knows? He Maybe those are mile high babies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 
who knows? There, she was making babies on airplanes. Oh gosh, yeah, gosh, he might discover those aren't his kids. Ooh, great news. She's the asshole for me. All right, so let's hear your next asshole story. Teens arrested for wrecking early Christmas display for boy with terminal cancer. What did they do? They wrecked an early Christmas display for a boy with terminal cancer. Wasn't that in Ohio? I saw the story of the early Christmas display. Cincinnati. Yeah, that was in Ohio. Police say two teens accused of slashing Christmas decorations set up in an Ohio neighborhood to help a child diagnose terminal cancer celebrate the holiday early have been arrested. So I don't think this kid's going to make it to the holiday, so they set it up early and that stuff got... People were sending him... He got like thousands of Christmas cards and stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. Sweet. So yeah, it was in Colerain Township. So they just destroyed the Christmas display? Yep. Gosh. They slashed it. They slashed it. I'm assuming it was like a blow-up thing or something. That is insane. Why? He's a, oh, he's two. He's a two-year-old. Two-year-old Brody Allen. His family says that this could be his last Christmas celebration. His name is Brody. Would you ever name a kid Brody? No. Brody? Come on now. Brody. He's the. He's Brody. Gosh. He's Russell Westbrook. I'm glad that kid doesn't have to live with that name. He's two years old though. Stop that! <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh dang it. <laughs> Some inflatable yard decorations, including a Santa, were slashed. Well, they're not getting anything for Christmas. Well, that's because Santa's not real. Maybe they were just out here fighting for the good. The dad said, if vandals deflate Santa, we're just going to put him right back up. Like, I wonder if he thought that sounded badass. We're just going to put him right back up. put him right back up. Santa lives on. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So they're actually planning a Christmas parade on Sunday with Brody as Grand Marshal. Really? For people who don't know about this, they're going to be like, why in the hell is there a Christmas parade in my city <laughs> right now? They're just driving down the road. They're going to be like, what day is it? Like, they're yeah, going to be so like, confused. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Those are the real assholes. But the other one was we hadn't had a police call in a while. So Yeah, that was a good... The police call is a good refresher. Mm-hmm. All right. So, my second asshole um, is a passenger who took five shots of bourbon whiskey on a flight and then headbutted the flight attendant, being removed from the plane, forced to make an unscheduled landing because he headbutted the flight attendant. Why? Because she wouldn't give him more alcohol? I don't know. So Derek Mass, 28, was removed from a Delta Airlines flight this past Friday. Plane en route to Orlando made an unexpected landing in Oklahoma City. Mass allegedly became unruly after begging flight attendants for alcohol. So yes, you're right. Yes. <laughs> Authorities say he took five shots of whiskey before the flight, when flight attendants refused to serve more drinks, he headbutted the crewman. After a pilot landed in Oklahoma City, authorities boarded the plane and arrested Mass. Oh my gosh. That's an asshole right there. Can you imagine that? Like you're just sitting there and this guy's like, hey, can I get another shot of Crown? You're like, no. Boom! <laughs> WWE like type right shit. Yeah. Fucking RKOer. Dude, I was on a plane one time to or from, I can't remember. I think it was to LA with my mom. Alright. And this dude sits next to us and he just reeks already of alcohol. Oh God. And he looked homeless and he was like whacked out, dude. What the um, hell? And so he sits down. He's like, how the hell are you? You know how white people are. He's like, how the hell are you? I'm Frank. Oh God. And we're like, cool. You know, <laughs> he's like, where are y'all going? And we're like, I don't know. Like we're like, we were all going on the same place. So I don't know why he's asking me where <laughs> Where y'all going. Like it's making stops yeah. like a bus. He's like, just call me. Uh, what did he say? Call me Fireball Frank. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, he got, he just like would not stop getting those little bottles that they give on a the fireball. I don't know what it was. Oh my God. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was Crown or Jack or something like that. I think it was Jack. 
because um, you, you can buy like little it's like a miniature shot bottle yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like they give you coke so you can mix it with but okay. you just kept fuck the coke I just, I just want the Jack <laughs> drinking the straight Jack. Oh, dude, oh, he just wasn't stop throwing it back. And then we get, we go to, we, uh, they turn this seatbelt thing back on. He's like, the man can't hold me down. Stands up and like puts both arms up like he's celebrating. <laughs> he's like, he like wait. I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. They're like, sir, can you please, can you just please sit down? Can you please sit? We got thirty minutes left in the flight. You know, you've been unruly this whole time. They were just like, <laughs> so did he? Did he end up headbutting anybody or? No, but when we got off, we tried to get a picture, but my mom just got her iPhone. She didn't know how the, how the button worked, and so she hit that like home button instead of the take picture button, so we didn't get a picture. Oh, that's hilarious. They would have been a legendary picture, too, because he was like, like, it was hilarious. Strung out. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was what my a, what a guy. Frank. Jesus Baggage Christ. Becky. So who's the bigger, uh, who's who's the biggest asshole? I got to take my guys that, you can't, a, a kid with terminal cancer. Yeah, true. But I feel like headbutting somebody is pretty asshole-ish. You would, if you had terminal cancer and you had one last Christmas to celebrate, would you be more sad if they slashed your Santa or headbutted you? Well, that's because I'm directly related to the situation where they're slashing my Santa. Right. right? Now, if I was, now, if you are a flight attendant, right? Okay. And you're flying on a plane and you get headbutted, would you be like, damn, I wish they wouldn't have slashed that Santa? No. Exactly. But... <laughs> And then if you found out you had terminal cancer <laughs> and then you wanted to celebrate Christmas and they slashed your Santa, you'd be more sad about so that. So you would be more sad about, you wouldn't be as sad about the concussion that you got no. or the Santa that's that got slashed. That's not sad. That's just like, wow, that was outrageous. That's not like heartbreaking. Like I get one more Christmas. I'm two years old. Come on. You can't even argue that that's more of an asshole thing to do. Slashing a Santa? Yeah. Maybe they just were, maybe they were just like, damn it. People are celebrating Christmas earlier and earlier every year. They didn't know about the kid with terminal cancer. And they said, screw this. I'm tired of people celebrating Christmas way before Christmas. Maybe it was the Grinch. Ooh, man. Maybe those teens are innocent. Maybe. Justice for uh, those teens. (sighs) There's a librarian at my work that looks just like the Grinch, like human life. He was wearing a Christmas hat the other day and I was, I was dying. Do you think when Santa goes to the inner city and delivers presents that he calls the police on people? I don't know. Most of those houses probably don't have chimneys either. He doesn't need chimneys, bro. <laughs> he doesn't need chimneys? Is that a thing? Yeah. You know, I was real sad when I was a kid because we had a small house and there was no chimney and I'm like, how the he hell is he getting chimney. in here? He doesn't need a chimney. Have you ever seen the Santa Claus? What does he do? Oh, they just, the chimney appears or something? Yeah. That's some corny ass shit. That's not really what happens. Uh, that's a docu fucking minery. Thank you very much. Real Santa goes in chimneys, and then if there's no chimney, he probably just goes in the front door. But does he? He still, doesn't have a key. If he goes, you don't need a key to get into a fireplace. You just need to be Santa. He has flying elves. He has flying reindeer. He doesn't okay. need a fucking. Those key. don't need a key either. Okay, but listen. Yeah, they don't need a key, but but listen. It's not a rain door. Santa can just. But if Santa goes in the front door, does he still land on the roof? I mean. Well, if he parked in the driveway, maybe there's not a spot though. Yeah. What if there's no spot? Does he parallel park? What if you need a city permit you to park on the street? (laughs) They tow the reindeer Santa's canceled. (laughs) Campus park is at Santa's neck again. Oh my gosh. So what? Oh yeah. Campus park. Bile has a whopping 210 tickets from campus Campus park. Park Would charge Santa for giving presents. They probably would. All they care about is that money though. I bet. I bet that kid parked on campus and didn't pay his ticket and so campus park went and slashed his santa yeah maybe i think so uh, all right so the bigger asshole is campus park that's yep, the winner this that's week that's the winner of the week
Nothing too crazy with news this week. Um, I did think it was noteworthy. This just came out at 2 o'clock today. Mm. It was reported by The Hill, um, which I've never heard of this news. Left-wing media. Is it really? Yeah, it is, but it's fine. <laughs> it's probably like factual still. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like to be biased or anything. It just says... <laughs> Drew O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Stop drinking, drinking that, that juice. juice. It's not going to get better, bro. Bob keeps trying to drink this pineapple juice. <laughs> he's, he's spit it all. I didn't get that to drink, all right, man. You and juice, just drink water, man. It's all about apple juice. Your organs want water, bro. <laughs> he, sees, he sees fruit juice, blueberry juice. Blueberry juice. Okay, berry juice. Splash. That's a good. That's good. Okay, he sees all his juices, right? Yeah. You know why I get the Bro, I get it for smoothies, bro. You need pineapple juice for good smoothies. All right. Sorry that you're sleeping. I've had solid juices. I've had solid smoothies that don't have that. Okay. Anyway, I don't put it in all of them. I'm saying to make a good, to make a certain kind, I would rather use pineapple juice because pineapples aren't good to put in. The only thing I use my blenders for is margaritas. I'm not gonna lie. Macron rejects Emmanuel Macron, that is, the president of France. Rejects I thought that was the president of Canada. Nope. It's like, no, I'm just playing. All mm-hmm. right, go ahead. Trade deals. Rejects trade deals with countries outside of the Paris Climate Pact. So the countries that are not in that includes? The United States. That's all, right? I think that is it. Guatemala? Really? 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 He's Googling it right now. The country's not in Paris. So here are the countries not in the Paris Climate Accord. This was back in 2017. The United States, Syria, Nicaragua. Guatemala, Nicaragua, same thing. But um, Why is Nicaragua not in it? I don't know, man. They just didn't feel like it. Paris is pretty far from there. I don't know. Yeah, they're like, ah, we're not worried about it. What are they going to do, bomb us? They They just want to be different, but yeah. I actually have no idea why Nicaragua was not in it. It's interesting. Um, but I mean, Nicaragua isn't probably that problematic of a uh, polluter anyway, because they don't have a whole lot of people as it is. You don't have to insult them like that. Uh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just you saying. We pollute neck, more. My God. We have more people. We pollute more. Oh, yeah. We're better. Than... Yeah. Any oh Nicaraguan listening to this, I'm sorry. Wait, I know... can we say Nicaragua? Yeah. Okay. Stop. Just make a server. <laughs> sure. sure. I didn't know if we could say that. <laughs> Stop. Nico, <laughs> Nico, no, it's Nicaragua. Stop. <laughs> All right, listen, listen. I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say something. Anyway, basically this is a direct shot at the U.S. Oh, I was going to bring up... I was apologizing to any Nicaraguan that listens to this, but really our main following is America, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and Iran. And there's one other country, actually. Uh, we we get a lot listeners. of listens from Germany, too. We get a lot of listens from Germany, yeah. I think it's the Netherlands. Anyway, what 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 Saudi Arabians like? Man, I can't wait to hear what Chris and Drew have to say about college football this week. Yeah, you I know? don't know, but it, it's legit. It's like half of our followers. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to know. Saudi I don't, don't want to ask. Que- I don't want to ask questions. I'm good. It. Yeah, or uh, if they want to listen to us, they yeah, can listen to us. Sure. If you're a Nicaraguan, a Nicaraguan, man, if you say that five times fast, you're gonna get your TV show canceled. <laughs> Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan. Stop, stop, stop. Bro. I don't want someone to have tape on you, bro. So we left the Paris Climate Accord 2017. It was Trump's you know, thing. He said we were being treated unfairly or whatever. I honestly don't know very much about that, like why he like why he actually did it. 
Um, but the truth is, is that since we have got out of it, we are going to fall a third short of our climate targets that were set for us in the original deal, um, which to me makes it seem like that we wanted to get out of some of the regulations that come with helping the environment because that is something that hinders coal, business. Growth. We need to get our coal jobs back. Part of that, that was actually part of it too. And coal yeah. and coal regulation uh, obviously hurts the coal economy. So that was part of a way to deal with that was to get out of the Paris Climate Accord so that the U.S. could focus on its own laws, which obviously were, is making us slow down our, cha- our gr- change of climate growth, which is something, of course, that I find problematic with when when I vote, you know? That's that's my thing, though. Why, does, why do Americans... I know it's because these towns, they're like mainly coal miners, mm-hmm. don't want to see their town go, but like, why? Why what? Coal is, it's done for. It's not, I mean, it's not done for, but in the future, it's going to be completely done for. Yeah. People don't stray towards coal I mean, coal but for it's just, it's now. the same thing as when, after the Industrial Revolution, factories went away, right? And yeah. that's why when you go to cities like Detroit and Cleveland, they're crap. Because the people there knew how to do something and the jobs that they knew how to do left. Yeah. And then the world changed and now you need to understand technology and they don't. It's yeah. the same thing with coal jobs. It's the same thing with trucker jobs. <coughs> Those people need labor that doesn't require training, doesn't require edu- much of an education because they don't have a lot of access to it. And so it is a little bit legitimate thing. I don't think that we need to keep their jobs here. I think we need to figure out something else because I think I think I genuinely do think this, that people in small cities in the Appalachia and poor yeah. places in America are being marginalized. Yeah. regardless of race because they don't have access to jobs because their jobs are leaving. Yeah. I don't think that you can need to keep coal jobs or trucker jobs because the world's changing. I think we need to educate them and help them, you know, get big jobs because yeah. I don't think that you should have to be forced to move to a big city. The thing about the trucking industry though, is there's so many jobs open in the trucking industry. It's ridiculous. People just don't do it. Yeah. But I'm saying that that those jobs that are open, like it, there are less jobs open every year because it's, be, it's becoming automated. Okay. Like self-driving trucks is a thing. It's starting to be a thing now. Yeah, that makes sense. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Dude, if this NAT doesn't go the fuck away. Relax, bro. It's killing me, bro. This NAT is ridiculous. Um, I just want to stay on my end of the studio. But when... <laughs> the studio. The studio. The thing When we left the Paris Accord, though, a bunch of individual states, I think it was like 30 individual states, declared that they're still going to follow it. Oh, like really? State like all those said states. that they're okay. going to follow it anyway. Yeah, because um, they should. I think they should too. I bet West Virginia wasn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drinking the pineapple juice. Stop drinking the pineapple juice. <laughs> Go drink this Gatorade on the counter. Um, but this could be pretty something, depending on. So he said he's not going to make any new trade deals. I don't know if that means that he's going to put any trade restrictions on us. So he's going to reject any new trade deals we try to do with him. France, for those who don't know, is our eighth largest goods trading partner, um, which is pretty serious. So I don't know exactly what he's going to try to do with this, but obviously Trump's not happy about it. Yeah. Um, but in the end, if we're going to lose more because we're not in the climate accord than we are, because he was saying that it was unfair. But if I mean, if countries put pressure on us to join it because of the because they believe that it's important for the environment and that's going to cost us more then at that point, Trump has to decide to go back in. Right. Yeah, he has to. He's forced to because it's bad for our economy. But but, uh, but the thing is, then it comes out that it wasn't about losing money. It was about deregulating environmental stuff yeah. for businesses, yeah. which I think is what it was. Which would but be I think I think that he's going to end up to saying that we're still going to stay out of it until they give us a fairer contract, which isn't a thing that I think that he actually is caring about. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but you know how he is. Yeah. I don't think he really cares. 
But I'm saying that'll look pretty bad on him because that means that he straight up, I guess, the lying doesn't it will look bad anymore. on him. It will look bad on him, but does that matter anymore? No, I guess I'm mean, seriously. There's, I mean, there's, I mean, not, when he not said even that, trying when he to said be biased here. There's a lot of things that look bad on him that no, a lot I mean, of people would agree look bad on him. You can't argue that Trump doesn't straight up lie almost on the daily. Yeah. And this lie about how many people died in, in the hurricane in Puerto Rico is one of the most egregious lies I've ever seen from a political figure in my life. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's one of the most obvious attempts at trying to protect your own face instead of admitting where you failed. And did, it's, it's so insane. Did you see somebody brought up the point of statehood for Puerto Rico to him? And he said, I won't I won't consider them for statehood as long as that mayor that opposes him is still in office. That's so ridiculous. I'm like, what? That's so like, stupid. dude, do you know how many states in Ohio the governor or mayor and mayors disagree with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> still, I mean, it's still a state. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, anyway, uh, I'll talk a little bit about, oh, Bill Cosby today got sentenced to three to 10 years in prison for drugging and assaulting women in 1984. So that's kind of a news story. How do you think he's going to do in prison? Dude, I think he's going to, you know, he's going to get along great with people. People are going to love him. It's Bill Cosby. I think he's still going to continue his comedy career in there. Maybe. News story. New story, old pussy. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for that bio. <laughs> um, Brett Kavanaugh. You want to talk about that a little bit? You have much about that? I don't that? know anything about that, bro. All right. So a doctor named Christine Basley Ford, Dr. Ford, accused Brett Kavanaugh for sexually assaulting her back in college at a party. Um, Kavanaugh is Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I know about that. So this was back when he was 17, right? Yeah. No, he was in college. So I'm sure he was a little bit older than that. I think he was 17. Uh, was he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might have been 17 college, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so what is, is, what is it? Sorry, what exactly is he being accused of? Sexual assault? Right now it's just sexual assault, but they're about to do a hearing. They, it just got accepted to do a hearing okay. where she's going to be able to testify. So you can uh, we can find out the details. Interesting. Um, Kavanaugh decided and put out today that he isn't going to try and silence her and is willing to hear what she has to say in mm-hmm. his testimony. I see a new... A new person has come out today, I think. Yeah, not a second one. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, I'm confused. I don't. I don't. I don't care that much about this nomination, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it does get. I mean, I don't. I just don't care that much. If if it's not Kavanaugh, it's going to be another Republican. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're trying to hold out. So there's no because right now I think they're or. No, what is, it's suspected that their main goal with this is to turn over Roe versus Wade. Which with is, what? Like, what their main goal with what? With getting this nomination in. Oh, well, they could do that with someone else. Yeah, they could do that with anybody from the right wing. A lot yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah, so I exactly. think that's what I think the goal you is. You can't to, just keep fighting everybody. You know? But they can. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if if the next person comes up and they say that there's sexual misconduct, it's like, are you just going to try to find something like that for everyone? Yeah, but there's different, I mean... If this guy really sexually assaulted these these women, then then he doesn't need to be in the Supreme Absolutely. Court. Absolutely, no, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and he, he also I committed. Would agree with me on that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I don't think there there is ways that you can other ways you can fight a Supreme Court nominee just like they did with Obama's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, my God, if he sexually assaulted people, geez, you don't. Really yeah, but need I'm a just reason. saying. Yeah, I, if he did, obviously, then get him. Then obviously, he he deserves to receive punishment from that. I don't care how long it's been. Um. And I'm not really even, I don't like to say if he did yeah. a lot off, honestly, with stuff like this, because you just don't know until you know. Um, 
I but guess it's just, it's just going to be someone else. Yeah, it is. And I think they'll continue to fight it. Oh. What the heck? Oh, did we reach that point? Yeah, but that doesn't matter because it's not like that. They won't hear that. Um, so I guess Kavanaugh's former roommate in college came out and said he was a, a very heavy drinker, a very heavy partier, as most college kids are. But okay. he said, I completely I completely believe this doctor um, because it, I, it seems like something he would do. You know what I mean? That's pretty yeah. much what his former roommate is saying. I just don't take that stuff very seriously anymore. What? Just accusations from people and past people in people's lives. I really don't. You don't take the accusation seriously? No, I'm talking about like from it. Like, so his friend said that, right? Like that stuff. You know how many people that used to be related to Trump have said stuff and nothing has come of it? Like, yeah. That happens with every single, like Ted Cruz's roommate said that he was this and all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. That stuff just doesn't really seem, I am a liberal, but I just feel like liberals really do just want to get in the way, which I'm not saying that they should, they, they shouldn't want to, but it's like, if there isn't something there, don't. Stop bringing, there's just a, there's a new story about Trump every day, some other scandal. Yeah. But none of it's usually actually anything. I'm just tired of like this lack of actual story. It just seems like we're grasping at straws to try to get in the way of Republicans. I would like, the only way we're actually going to be able to do that though, is if we show up and vote (coughs) and actually take control of the government through that. Yeah. And if we don't do that, then we, then it doesn't matter how much we, bring up about people's past there's the, the thing is is that this stuff's going to get done what anyway i'm just i don't know i do oh, think I that i saying. do think i do see some of the arguments against kavanaugh because he is he hasn't stated that i don't think that he has proven that he will be um he won't be picking sides when it comes to having to decide something about trump depending yeah. on what comes out of the mueller investigation um also i've heard that he was he would be involved in trying to fire mueller or something i don't know see yeah, i don't know see, I don't much like about that. this um, obviously, there's an issue with that. Yeah. But. No, I see. Um, basically, yeah. So we're, the hearing is going to happen, and then we're going to find out. I guess we'll find out what happens with that. Mm. Interesting. We'll see. This is our main sponsor. Pampers uh, everybody cares supporting. about Pampers, bro. Don't everybody, fuck the money yeah. up, all right? Don't fuck the money up. Don't fuck the money up. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Dogfight <laughs> and Random Alley Clothewear. Michael Vick. Where'd you get that? Dogfight in Random Alley. Uh, and uh, of course, Chelsea's Brewery. Uh, thanks to Kane's Sauce. The one Kane Sauce we had for 30 chicken fingers. Bow. Appreciate and, you. Uh, what? And probably Welch's Pineapple Juice. Is that Welch's? Welch's Pineapple Juice. Probably not Welch's, but because they're like, they do grapes. Oh. Are grapes pineapples? Are grapes pineapples? It's not even the same kind of plant. One is in a, one is one is on the ground and one is a vine. Sorry, are they both fruit? I didn't hear you. What? They're both fruit, of course. Yeah, so they're the exact same thing. That's down, no. Down to the shape no. Of